This is the Most of Musa podcast number three. My today's guest is a dancer, a model, a YouTuber, a vlogger, and an entomologist. Did I say that correct? Optometrist. Optometrist. Oh my god, I messed <laughs> I <wish>. it up. <laughs> Optometrist. Welcome to the podcast, Nana. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm a bit busy <laughs> these days. <but laughs> I'm okay. Yeah, so you probably get this question a lot. How many spoons of cocaine do you mix in your coffee? <laughs> <laughs> hmm, well, it's a secret, but... <laughs> <laughs> but really, like, I've seen, like, your Insta feed, and I know that's not just your whole life, but every time I see you're working on something. Yeah. How do you, like, manage all your time? How do you stay disciplined? I don't. I just don't have a choice. Um, no, but you do. Uh, yeah. But you do those things. It's not like you just uh, don't do them. It's just... Well, these days have been very chaotic and busy specifically because all my exams in university... Um, and dri- you have university. The driving <laughs> license uh, exams and everything just happened to be in, during the same period. Mm-hmm. And I'm very unhappy about that because it's, it is quite stressful. Mm-hmm. And uh, then uh, the soloist that is my favorite that I love to do choreos of, um, she made a comeback too. So I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> But I just have a... I, I like to be busy in general. So mm. I don't really like staying at home and have nothing to do. It's pretty boring. Mm. So I usually try to make plans all the time. And I, I just like planning. So either if it's friends or like dancing or something or work. But uh, this time it happened to be a lot of exams. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just make a schedule and I just be like, okay, you have to do this. Mm. No choice. Yeah. I, I just uh, set my mind that, okay, you can't fail. You just do this. Mm. And I just try to do my best. <laughs> do you make like a daily schedule? Okay, I'm going to do this at this time and this and this no, time. I just have it in my head. Okay. But I know like, okay, I have exam on like in five days. Mm-hmm. And now I go to study like I study on my way home and to work and mm-hmm. like on my lunch mm-hmm. but I have lectures on my lunch in university they're online mm-hmm. so I have like work then have lunch listen to lectures and then I work again then I come home I dance or I study this week have been like that yeah, yeah. but <laughs> do you like to take days off when you're just like resting watching Netflix or just relaxing or do you feel like on your days off that you need to do something productive. Yeah, I feel like that. But I, I, um, I've been getting better at being lazy. I force myself like, okay, you have to rest. <laughs> or when I feel like very exhausted, I just uh, watch YouTube videos like nonsense. <laughs> yeah. But these days have been very busy. Like I have to study a lot because it happened. I I was procrastinating studying, mm-hmm. basically, and I regret pretty much. <laughs> so uh, now I'm studying every day. <laughs> There's not much rest. But I guess you don't have a choice to sometimes procrastinate. You have so much yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, okay, now you actually have to start. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you just posted a new dance video as well. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what's it called again? Um, it's a dance video of Chongha Bicycle. Is it on your YouTube channel? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, my YouTube channel uh, is called... Uh, I just changed my name. That's why I'm a bit confused. I'll put it on the description yeah, of the like video. Yeah, it's Nana, <laughs> I think. And uh, yeah, I post mostly my dance videos there. But I try to combine with some vlogs and tutorials for dancers. Mm-hmm. But I'm a bit lazy when it comes to vlogs. <laughs> it's a lot of editing. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I yeah. just do mostly dancing. That's one of the reasons I'm not doing video for this podcast. It's, yeah. uh, video editing is too much. Yeah, it is. <laughs>
<laughs> that's but, right. So do you have like a schedule for dance videos as well or just yeah. whenever you feel like it? I have a schedule when I know which dance I want to do. So usually I work um, four or five days a week. And we say I need maybe two or three days to learn a dance at least. And then I schedule one I record it. And then I try to learn it as much as possible within those days. Because mm -hmm. I don't have that many days off. And mm -hmm. also you have to kind of like set the, the time when... The person who films me have time and I have to fix clothes. Mm. So that has to be scheduled. Yeah. Yeah. Does it happen like when you finish recording and then you feel like, oh, this was not wrong and you have to record all over again? No, I usually do not record, record again. Mm -hmm. But we record for like two hours, I think. Depends. Like last time was three hours. But mm -hmm. my friend, it was her first time filming. Mm -hmm. So it took me like explain her how to do that and stuff. But I usually rewatch a lot. And then I just do over and over again. <laughs> I guess you practice so much that you're at the end, you know that it's gonna be good. I know, yeah? I don't practice a lot. <laughs> well, no. I don't I don't then how have, do you like do I it? I don't have much time to practice at yeah. home right now because I'm working and I'm finished mm -hmm. at work at like seven, six. Mm -hmm. That I'm home like eight. So I <laughs> I could have been better dancing honestly, especially in my videos, but I maybe learned like the half of the dance one evening like mm -hmm. thirty minutes or something. And then I, I listen to music a lot, like to that song. And I just practice in my head. And then somehow when I wake up the day after, if I practiced, I learned something in the evening, then I go to sleep and I wake up and my body kind of knows what to do. <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah. like, what? I couldn't understand this yesterday, but okay, <laughs> magic. I don't know if you're yeah. being humble right now or my life is so lazy. <laughs> That you're doing all this stuff and then you're like, oh, I'm not doing anything. No, right now I'm very, yeah, right now I'm mm -hmm. very, yeah. I'm doing too much, I think. Mm. So this like the sense of like discipline or doing work, do mm. you think, did you develop it yourself or was it something that came up with your upbringing? I just think as a person, I like doing many stuff. Uh, I don't really, I get very bored and a bit depressed if I'm just at home and if, if I have nothing to do. So I just kind of like being productive. Mm -hmm. And if I'm free, then I just make plans. And sometimes it gets chaotic mm -hmm. <laughs> and I can't handle it like the, like these days. But uh, otherwise, I, yeah, I try to make plans and everything. How did you start dancing? <laughs> it was very random. Mm -hmm. I moved to Sweden and I didn't know anyone, so I didn't have any friends. And then I saw that random audition uh, on Facebook and like I didn't listen to K-pop on it, anything. Mm. I didn't dance. I was like, okay, I uh, I apply for it. I don't know what I was thinking about. Like I couldn't speak Swedish. I I couldn't dance. I didn't have any sense of rhythm, like at all. Mm. You know, I didn't know what what are beats, mm -hmm. like what are like you know like timing in the song. <laughs> so I just applied it and I like learned to dance, like for a very short time. And I was like wow, it can't be better. Like, mm -hmm. I'm dancing exactly like them. I wasn't. It was pretty bad. <laughs> but in my head, I was like, wow, like, I, you can't do better. <laughs> and then it came, and uh, I don't think it got in first. Okay. But because two other girls were like, oh, maybe we won't have much time. They were like, okay, let's uh, accept all people mm -hmm. who applied. And I couldn't even speak Swedish. Like, they were speaking to me. I was like, what? 
what do you mean? What are you saying? <laughs> so I started learning with them. I was just dancing with them, but none of them were like a professional dancer either. And then I maybe after a few years, I took few like workshops and dance classes and I got more into dancing. So before you came to Sweden, did you even know about what was K-pop or K-pop no. dancing? No, uh, I knew because my friend was listening to K-pop and she was like showing me some <clears throat> music videos and maybe like that there are K-pop like Korean movies and stuff. So I knew it exists and I heard few songs, but I never like got into it before Sweden. Yeah, I've noticed like the the emergence of K-pops happened mm. very like suddenly. Like people used to do a lot of like were were really into like Bollywood or anime like Japanese culture yeah, and then yeah, in, when Japanese I was in high school mm, K-pop popular that's right yeah because I came here two thousand twelve so back then K-pop wasn't a thing I think especially in Sweden and Ukraine so you went to that dance class and while you were doing it in your mind you were like yeah this is really cool I want to keep trying it I want to keep doing it. Yeah, it wasn't like dance classes. I was just dancing with my group. Okay. So we were just dancing on our own and just trying to copy like what the real dancers were doing. Mm -hmm. And like we didn't have any specific routine of dancing. We were just trying to learn it by ourselves. And they're like, uh, it looks off. Let's just do it again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, There wasn't like any specific way to synchronize or like train how to dance. Mm -hmm. But I think why I'm dancing to K-pop is since I'm I'm not a, only into dancing. I like t taking pictures and making movies mm -hmm, yeah. and uh, I just like aesthetical and like artsy stuff. Mm. I like taking like be model and do like makeup and stuff and I think it's very cool they have different concepts and like every video is very artsy and specific like mm -hmm. you can do a lot of stuff it's not just dancing you can film it very cool way you know yeah there are different know. aspects of it yeah yeah it's kind of a combination of what I like so I think that's why so you didn't have any like formal instructor or a teacher you just no, no, no. watch videos no, no, no. we were just a bunch of girls <laughs> who were like oh these chorus are so cool like let's do it guys <laughs> i think only a few years after we were like okay we have to take it seriously and maybe like change <laughs> the strategy how to synchronize damn that's super impressive i don't yeah, know i thought so you were like, like really no, no, no. Mm. none of us was a like dancer dancer mm -hmm. we just learned ourselves and this yeah. is the same r10 group that you're in right yeah, now yeah mm -hmm. yeah it's been nine years mm -hmm. <laughs> i think didn't you guys win like a competition as well yeah how did that happen was it like an international competition well it's mostly swedish competitions mm -hmm. a few of them were uh, international and they're supposed to happen in Korea so there were like several rounds but it's very hard to get into the final round mm. so even when uh, we won in Sweden like it was very hard to get to the next one and last year we won but uh, COVID happened yeah, yeah, yeah. so they cancelled the whole thing basically mm. yeah <laughs> very sad <laughs> but mostly in Sweden yeah mm. so I was looking through my pictures and then I realized I met you like almost exactly a year ago yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did a photo shoot together. Mm. Oh, it was one year ago. Yeah, it was a Boys. year ago. <laughs> How did you start, um, like, modeling? 
I don't want to call myself a model because, you know, models are, like, the real models are very, like, tall and skinny and everything, you know, like that. But I don't know. I just, I just like taking pictures. And then at some point, I think in Sweden, like, a very long time ago, maybe, like, five years or so, there were, like, a few people contacted me. They were like, oh, do you want a model for our clothing brand, like, online? It was something, like, private or so. And I did some of that. And then I think mostly when I went to South Korea, people started making me offers. And they're like, oh, you want to be a model? I was like, I'm not even that pretty to be a model. Like, what are you talking about? They're like, no, like, you should be a model. So, like, maybe then I was like, okay, maybe I can try, you know. But it's very it's very hard and tough. Yeah, it is hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I fit in as a model. But maybe because there are people who want me to do that. And, like, they'd be like, oh, but you can do, it like, for this and that. Maybe that's why I kind of like, okay, maybe I could... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, at some point, <laughs> I've noticed that like uh, dancers are really good at uh, like posing and oh, like yeah? because they know how to move their body, I guess in a way uh, to make it look aesthetic. So all the photo shoot I've I've done with models, mm. oh sorry, dancers who don't have much experience modeling, mm. they still do a really good job. I usually look up the po- like poses online. Yeah. <laughs> I was very bad at posing back. Like no, before. no, like uh, you are photogenic. So am I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Thank yeah. you. You went to Korea. Yeah. And you said you, you would like to live there someday, right? Uh, not really live there, mm-hmm. but I would like to go there for modeling for a few months. Mm-hmm. I think that would be very fun. Mm-hmm. And I supposed to go there last year. Uh, I actually bought a ticket and I like nice. booked everything and like people I made contacts and they're like, okay, we're shooting in June, we're shooting in July. Great, like mm-hmm. gotcha. And then COVID happened and they um, started with a quarantine and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically you couldn't get it, like you c- couldn't enter the country without a specific visa. Mm. So yeah, that's why I cancelled. Why wouldn't you want to live there? Just work there? Like you don't like their lifestyle or just the, uh, is there something specific? Well, I think there are many reasons. I think mm-hmm. I, I personally like Korea as a country. It's very comfortable. And it's very fun to travel to. There are like many fun stuff to do. And I do have friends there. And I absolutely feel uh, very comfortable there. I don't know why. Yeah. But uh, the culture is very specific. And there are some aspects that I think I just can't accept and like understand as a, like myself. And it's very selfish, I think, to come to a country and be like, oh, your culture, like, I don't want to do that because that's me coming there. Mm-hmm. And if I want to leave there, I have to be able to accept that. So it would be, you know, very arrogant of me to come and be like, no, but this is wrong, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> because in my head, some aspects are wrong. You know, I can't understand and I would not try to follow that. So but isn't that true of every country when you go there's some aspects of the society you yeah. like and you adopt some yeah, aspects yeah. you don't and you don't adopt that's right mm-hmm. but also if i go there then i have to find like modeling can be my main job you know mm-hmm. it's very expensive to live there uh, apartments are just extremely expensive yeah. so you have to have a main job and as an optician i can't work there as an optician because okay. then you have to know Korean on that medical level and probably 
like go some courses or something you know i mean uh, medicine in korean i don't think i'm <laughs> i'm ready for that <laughs> and at the same time i've studied here for three years in uh, medical university and that was tough mm, so i, I feel like if i go there like i could but it was such a hard work getting like the title of optician so mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Well, I yeah. can't imagine a worse housing market than here in Stockholm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, I don't know. It's I have mixed feelings. So when people ask me if I want to live there, most people I know they're into one thing like either arts or like sciences, STEM fields. But you're doing yeah. both. You're ba a good balance of both of those worlds, becoming an optometrist yeah that's okay right. i got it right so <laughs> yeah. optometrist was it your choice or was it like from your parents like you want you have to have like a secure job it's or from, something yeah from your parents? it's from my parents but i personally wanted to be secure too i wanted mm -hmm. to have a plan b yeah exactly yeah mm -hmm. so i am artsy but at the same time i'm quite realistic mm -hmm. and rational so i do feel uh stressed if i know that i don't have any plan in future that I can lose my job anytime, mm. you know? I just want to have the plan B that I know, okay, if I fail this, I still can go and get a job and be able to earn money. And I don't even know how did I choose to be a optician. I was just <laughs> looking through different um, alternatives at the that's Medical University. And I was like, hmm, which one doesn't require mathematics and <laughs> physics hmm, and economics? <laughs> it did require mathematics yeah, and physics. I they just imagine. didn't tell us. They yeah, lied. Yeah. That was a big lie. <laughs> but I just, okay, I applied for it. And then I got in and I was like, hmm, okay. So it's not something I love and like I'm passionate about. It's fun to help people, mm. but I wouldn't say I would like to work with this the whole life. Mm. Like it's not something I enjoy yeah. that much. Yeah, know? it's just like work. Yeah, it's yeah. just like work. You have other things to enjoy. You can't yeah. like enjoy everything. Yeah, I earn money. I like mm. I go there every day, mm. so it's fine. So do you think if you were in Korea or sorry, in Ukraine, yeah. right now do you think you could do the same thing like dance and modeling there as well no absolutely not Why or maybe not? like dan dancing i would probably do that with someone modeling nah is it just like not many opportunities like the market isn't there or is it like more I cultural i don't think there are many opportunities here either <laughs> at least i don't fit in like as a model in europe because mm -hmm. i'm not tall yeah. for models so i'm too short and you have to be very very skinny and there is a certain standard of how your face is supposed to be. So I think for me, there are not many opportunities. Mm -hmm. yeah. You have noticed that here, even though they promote a lot of arts and that kind yeah. of stuff, there's not many opportunities, no, even for not. photographers. Yeah, that's right. Even if I was in Pakistan, I would have so much like yeah. more opportunities. Mm, yeah, and that's kind of, I don't know, it's a bit weird because you you think of Sweden like, oh, there are so many opportunities in these mm. kind of fields. But at the same time, when I'm in Korea, or like even when I'm not in Korea, I don't know why people think I'm in Korea because it sounds like Ukraine, Sweden, in my yeah, bio, yeah, yeah. and I tag Sweden, Stockholm. But people keep contacting me, I'm like, hey, yo, wanna do this gig? Oh, wanna do this YouTube video? Oh, you wanna model for this brand? I'm like, oh, I'm not in Korea. <laughs> <laughs> People from I, Korea are I contacting me. <laughs> yeah, it's so sad. I'm like, I don't know I can, if I can come. And they're like, why? I'm like, well, COVID. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
But you can be like, yeah, I'll do it. Just send me a ticket as yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> if you send me a visa and stuff, I will come. Come tomorrow. <laughs> so how long have you been living in Sweden? How many years? Nine years, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Do you feel Ukrainian or Swedish or both? I don't feel Swedish. Mm-hmm. No. I feel Ukrainian, but I would say I'm a mix of different cultures and not particularly Sweden either just because i have international friends from canada from us from korea Mm. from different countries and i feel like social media and tv and youtube they can affect your opinions and how you view the world so much so i think it's very hard to say okay i'm 100 percent ukrainian mindset because when i go when i go to ukraine i feel like my mindset doesn't really fit in there either but it definitely doesn't fit in Swedish mindset. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, every, every time I'm in Sweden or Ukraine, I'm like, hmm, I don't know where I belong to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I can relate to that. No offense to Swedish people, but their <laughs> culture is kind of boring. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. so do you like miss some aspects of the Ukrainian culture? Yeah, I actually do. So, okay, again, I don't want to generalize. I don't want to offense anybody. No, offend people. Nobody cares. (laughs) No offense, but offense coming here. (laughs) No, but I feel like people in Ukraine, they're generally more interesting like they got the humor they're very sarcastic so they got they don't get offended easily you can't joke around to get like with each other and Mm. nobody gonna take it seriously Mm. and you can be very open about your opinions i think it depends that too like sometimes they're open-minded sometimes they're not depending on the aspect but they're very ambitious and they always want to do better. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to get at least two, like one or two high educations. So it's very normal if you go to university like twice. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And people like... They, like double masters or yeah, something. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they do like so many different things. Like kids, like, when they're 10 years old, they've been like on international mathematics exams. They've done like all the competitions, different fields, you know, mm-hmm. that. Mm. So I think that's very motivating because here you, nobody's pushing you to be better and nobody's giving you the criticism like, oh, you have to do this and this to become better. Everybody's just, oh, you're so good. It's enough. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Great. Yeah. Good job. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> which like is everyone good. gets a participation. Trophy. Yeah, you don't, ha- <laughs> you don't have to be very good. You just have to be enough, mm-hmm. you know, and Swedish enough is it's not that high. I think mm-hmm. so and you kind of get lazy here so I feel like you don't you don't feel any need to work harder and achieve stuff so I feel like if you go to another country and want to study there after Sweden it's gonna be way tougher than here mm-hmm. and you're gonna be a bit shocked like you mm-hmm. won't your brain gonna be like, oh shit yeah. <laughs> I was thinking maybe one of the reasons is that we are so very privileged here in Sweden. Like the government handles so much stuff. Yeah. So much stuff is free That's and for right. the public to use. So you don't feel that drive to go mm. that extra step. Yeah. And it's like people don't really care which university you studied at. Or even like even if you haven't studied mm-hmm. at university, like it's okay. Yeah. It doesn't really affect your job or if you get accepted on any job. And doesn't matter when you went to university, because I know in Ukraine, it matters which university you went to, when, 
how many universities, how mm. much you earn, and everything like that. Yeah. Like status, it matters. Mm. And that's why people try to make their best of mm. the best. But here, I don't think there is the need mm. to do that. And you can still survive without that. So maybe that's why. Uh, when I tell, I think the the prime minister of Sweden, I think he only like passed high school. He didn't even go to university. Oh, really? And when I tell my Pakistani friends, no they're like, way. what? Yeah. <laughs> but it's not negative. I mean, it's good in a way that not everybody is competing with each other. Yeah. It's not, there's not too much pressure. Well, yeah, that's like, right. I don't know about Ukraine, but the way you tell it, uh, I assume it's the same as Pakistan, where children are super stressed. Oh, they want to get the highest marks yeah. in school. If you don't get it, then you're not going to go to a good university. You want to get right. the highest That's marks right. in university. And it's too much stress from society mm. and like your parents and your families. And that's pretty negative too, honestly. Mm. You have to go through that stress like f- from being very young, mm-hmm. honestly. I We had it very stressful in Ukraine as school. So when I, I went to high school here too because I didn't finish my high school there and like the difference was huge it was just crazy to me i was like wow because in ukraine like your life is your grades you get Mm -hmm. homework every day every subject they call you idiots they're like shouting at you like if you have your hair done wrong they're like what the heck is that can you fix your hair like go wash your face their makeup on your face like that was extreme like we had uniform we had to like sit straight like that you know like you can't like you have to focus that was very very stressful Mm -hmm. like people had anxiety going to school Mm -hmm. and that's not a good thing i think so when i came here and (laughs) students were complaining about teachers they're like oh this teacher's so mean i was like what Mm. you haven't lived life (laughs) you haven't experienced anything (laughs) one of the weirdest things i thought was you'd call your teacher by their first name here (laughs) yes that's crazy no no you call people older than you by their first name yeah yeah anybody older yeah. doesn't matter how old they that's are that's crazy we, because we have polite speech in ukraine mm-hmm. and you never ever call them by their first name mm-hmm. like no so when i came here i was like i can't do this <laughs> <laughs> i i guess that also plays a role in like breaking that wall of being very formal or being not very strict yeah that's right if you don't if you're like on like first name basis then mm. kind of feels more friendly instead of oh he has a higher position in the hierarchy mm. than me and then i have to respect yeah, them that's right mm. i mean you should respect them mm. <laughs> you know yeah. if it's a teacher i think students should respect them mm. but i don't think our teachers in ukraine respected us because they were like <laughs> No, teachers don't respect students. Students have to respect them. But I feel like in Sweden, because I have a younger brother, Mm -hmm. he's 14, and what he tells me about his school and like how like how he is with his teachers i don't think any of students respect their teachers yeah no No, there's zero respect i was lucky that i went to an international school here Mm. and then people were very respectful everyone was the environment was really good yeah but when i talk to my swedish friends and hear about their experiences from swedish school they're very disrespectful Yeah, yeah they don't care yeah it's really weird then they have in school they have this carelessness kind of uh, attitude not mm. really careless 
but not like uh, like you said before easy going yeah, like there's I not much competition yeah, yeah, but at the same no time but at the same time Sweden is like one of the most innovative and you know the highest yeah. uh, in, in like most industries and in IT mm. so i wonder how that translate to how does that connect because on one hand mm. the base is very careless and not very competitive but at the same time when they grow up and mm. they take charge of the industries then the industries like boom and grow up but i feel like not all schools are like that mm. they are a very low percentage of schools that are private and that are for those kids that have money and that are very ambitious or mm. their parents are very ambitious and those kids they are very competitive mm-hmm. and in specific fields too i think there are a few universities that are crazy mm-hmm. like in my university it was very tough mm-hmm. like i don't know how are you supposed to be prepared for that pressure if you were like the way you study in high school here mm-hmm. because they're like oh it's okay if you got like E or F, it's fine. You know, you don't have to get an A, it's okay. Like you don't have to do this and that. And then suddenly you get into a very good university. I, I think like those that are top three, those are very tough. Mm. And yeah, I don't know how they're supposed to be prepared because it was kind of okay for me <laughs> since I'm, I've started in Ukraine. Mm. And still I thought that was quite tough. Like that was crazy, the mm. pressure. <laughs> So I was wondering how are Swedish people who are not prepared for that mm-hmm. pressure are not prepared for that kind of education are mm-hmm. supposed to fit in. Yeah, I guess in universities also that all the top students from other countries are also coming to Sweden. Yeah, they so do it's too. kind of like a blend in and then mm. it makes it more competitive in a way. Yeah, that's right. So but in growing up in high school especially teachers play like a big role in in your mm. life did you have like a favorite teacher that you were close to i don't think i had mm-hmm. because in ukraine i think 90% of teachers they they kind of hated us <laughs> but all the students were very rude too so it's just like both sides mm. i wouldn't say it's just teachers fault mm. and they would just be too much like you can be strict it's fine but you can't you know swear Mm-hmm. or disrespect students like it would go to the point that you know in Sweden you're not allowed to say in front of the class everybody's great so yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. Yeah. yeah so nobody knows who gets what but in Ukraine they would announce all the grades oh this got a this got e oh my goodness you're so dumb how mm-hmm. could you write this like mm-hmm. oh shit like do you even use your brain like did you left it at home or what like they would say that <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to think of it but <laughs> yeah it would get to the crazy points you know so i don't i think that's very extreme yeah meanwhile here i feel like teachers not all but many of them don't really care that much about the success of their students mm-hmm. so in ukraine many of them would be very strict but that's because they care they want you to be good they want you to get into good university and that's why they are pushing you Mm-hmm. because they know you can do better but here people are like no it's okay like whatever mm-hmm. you don't have to do that it's okay it's on you that's what i feel do the teachers get paid well in ukraine no mm-hmm. but i would say the nobody gets paid well in ukraine unless <laughs> well yeah, some people yeah, do yeah, but yeah. it's either it's very very low or mm-hmm. you get paid a lot but i'm not sure about that like maybe illegally <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess that could be one of the reasons that in Ukraine, I guess there's all like the, the teachers don't get paid by the same time there are other teachers waiting to take that role. Yeah. So if you don't right. push those students and get those high grades, then a school is going to replace you. Yeah. While here in Sweden, you're getting paid well, your job is secure. Yeah. yeah so yeah. they're more And there are not enough teachers here. Like nobody want to be a teacher, honestly. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to become a teacher here. I think in my country, it's a very respectful job to become a teacher because you have to know a lot. And I know other countries too. Like if you're a teacher, it's a very nice job. Yeah. But in Sweden, I because I looked it up when I didn't know what to study. And it was very, very easy to get in. Yeah. No, my mother has been a teacher for like over 15 years. So I wow. lived that like teacher cycle. So... When you came to Sweden, did you feel, did you, did you change in any way? Obviously you change, like you adopt new ideas, you're constantly adopting, but in a way that you're, you were first an introverted person or an extroverted mm-hmm. person, you came here, you felt a bit out of place and you kind of became more reserved. Did you feel like a change like that? Yeah, I think I noticed that, uh, you know, Sweden, many times when you are very straightforward, people uh, don't really like that Mm -hmm. or like there's some stuff they would be like "Mm, you can't say this Mm, it's a bit offensive Mm -hmm. so i think i i've been told that a lot that i'm too direct and i'm being too rude too mean Mm -hmm. uh that oh you can't say like this in sweden you know right now you're in sweden so mm, you Mm -hmm. you have to change your personality you know like that that so people would tell me that and i think i got more concerned about what I'm saying and to who because I feel like many people can't take criticism and stuff even if it's that's for their good that just made me realize it goes back to like students even if you don't do a good job you're being told when you're growing up oh you're doing a good job Mm. and then now they're grown up and then you tell them something Mm. that they're not doing well yeah they're like oh shit can I do something like bad yeah, but thing is, I don't think here you like the way you give a feedback. Mm-hmm. Y- they mostly never being direct about mm-hmm. what you did wrong and what you should do to become better. Yeah. First, they say, "Oh, very good job, mm-hmm. great," but maybe you could do this a bit different. But otherwise, good job. So mm-hmm. for me, what I hear, I did a good job. It's enough. And maybe I could do that, but it's I did a good job, so mm-hmm. I don't have to do that. But what they mean, they want me to do yeah, the, to change that, yeah. but they are just being nice. Very polite. Yeah, yeah. very, very polite and careful. Exactly. So for me, I just want to say, okay, can you redo this and that? And that was a bit wrong, you know, mm-hmm. and that we're good. Because you, you don't waste time, you just say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you want to get the job done. Yeah, not... and that's very confusing to me because w- when I give feedback, it means I want them to be better, you know, because I care about them. If mm-hmm. I don't care, then I would not even try to give a feedback. I mm-hmm. wouldn't even think and analyze what mm-hmm. they should change, you know. That's how I think. It's a very... It's a thing about our ego that even when we're doing something wrong, we know it's wrong. But another person comes and tells us it's wrong. Then mm. we 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 want to defend it. Yeah. Like no, the choice because they're criticizing your choices. Yeah. And you're like, no, this is my choice. So I'm gonna 
Mm. Kind of get what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think mm. I do. But also, I don't know. It's a bit confusing to me because I think Swedish people are very uh, open-minded about many things compared to Ukraine, for example. I don't know, but now because I don't like, I don't have any friends who live there right now. All my friends are from other countries of Sweden, but. Back then, when I was there, people were very conservative about people who are not straight. You know, people are dating same gender or something. Uh, men, for example, using makeup or like dyeing their hair, like to that point. You know, <laughs> and many people would make fun of you if you're a guy and you dyed your hair, or mm. if you use I don't know, like foundation or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. this. And that's just how society used to be i don't know about now but i think the older generation is like that still because every time i talk to my dad or every time i talk to my grandparents i just have to hold it back because when they tell stuff they are like very offensive like mm-hmm. to other people mm-hmm. they're like oh gay said this and that i'm like you can't say this yeah, yeah, yeah. like you have to be understanding and mm-hmm. accepting you <laughs> know So I think in that aspect, Sweden is doing a great job. And they're trying to teach people since they're kids that, okay, everybody's different. It's okay to be different. You have to accept different people. You know, there is no such a thing that you have to be like this as a guy, as a girl, you know. But at the same time, there are some other aspects that if you don't agree with them, then you are wrong. Mm. I don't know, not all people, but I I have many argu- <laughs> arguments with some friends that are Swedish about that. No, I totally get it. Mm. It doesn't matter what side of the spectrum they are on the political side. Yeah. Uh, if you say something that is different, the just yeah. different is they equal. They say it's equal to wrong. Yeah. Which necessarily doesn't mean it's wrong just because it's different. And even like if the Swedish people there, they say they're more open-minded. Yeah. But why can't you be open-minded about everything? About, about everything about yeah, me having right. a different opinion. Exactly. So they're like, I we're open-minded. We accept everybody's opinion. Everybody's opinion matters. Mm-hmm. AKA, there. Yeah, there. And when I say something they don't agree with, they're mm-hmm. like, no, you can't say this. I'm like, but why? This is my opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that with my parents as well. They were more conservative than they are now. Like mm. when we moved from uh, Pakistan to here, they changed a lot of. Uh, they weren't very strict as they were before. Mm. Maybe you've noticed that maybe they were more strict with you than they are now with your younger brother. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so unfair. Mm. My dad was super strict about education mm. and respecting others, and yeah. like I didn't get like a phone until I was like 18 and oh. my sister got hers like a big ass smartphone when she yeah. was like 12 or 13. I know, that's unfair. That's so true. Mm. I remember what I was in high school and stuff. My mom would check my homework every like day, like maybe 9 p.m. Mm. if it's done. And if I didn't do it properly, she'll let you have to redo it. Mm. If my handwriting was ugly, she would like mm. <laughs> say you have to write it again and again you know like mm. that was very strict and mm. i would not like get to have a sleepover with my friends i wouldn't get to go to someone's house like my best friend or so mm-hmm. and now my brother is doing anything <laughs> and i'm like are you serious yeah what <laughs> but now i feel like i feel there's i i can see their side 
of the things as well. I can see their perspective because I used to think that they're very conservative and my ideas are more open-minded and liberal. But now I see the younger generation now and I feel like they're more open-minded than I feel mm. more conservative because their ideas, yeah, I'm like... Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> me you too. shouldn't do that. I'm yes. like, am I the conservative one yeah. or are you guys mm. a bit crackhead? <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. But it's mostly on social media that this thing of labeling others came. Like mm. most people, they have bo- they have like normal people, average people like us. They have both conservative, some ideas are conservative, some ideas are mm. liberal. While the people who are really into that kind of stuff who are at the extreme of both fronts, they're like, no, if you have one conservative idea, they just put you in that circle. No, you're conservative. Mm, oh, that's right. Mm. But I feel like it's mostly among the younger people. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like it's always been like that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't fit in, then you're outsider. You have to be like this and that. It's like... I don't know about now, but I used to be like, oh, you have to drink, you have to be cool, you are cool if you smoke, you know, if you do this, you're cool, if not, like, you're not, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like it's just one of those things. Yeah. Like, when you get older, you don't really care mm. what other think. I have younger, I know uh, younger friends, and many times they're, like, very concerned about, like, something like that, and I'm like, why do you... Why do you worry about that? Like, why does it matter? <laughs> it's like, oh, you don't understand. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess good friends that you have from, like, school that you've been friends with a lot of years, they're really good friends because mm. even though you have different ideologies, but mm. they've both, you've seen each other grow and adopt different ideologies. Mm. So even if you disagree or have different opinions, you know that as like a person, like mm. your core values are good, even though you might have opinions on different things. Yeah. But when you meet a new person and then you present like a bit of controversial idea or opinion and then they think, oh, that's that's your whole mindset. I think it depends because I don't have any friends from like school. Mm-hmm. Actually, I have no contact with oh, really? anyone from school. Oh, no, okay. I don't. And I feel like it just depends on people because mm. I have uh, my very, very close friend. We've been friends for maybe four years or so. And like we're from different countries and we speak English. But I just think we click so well and we're just open about every like each other's opinions and we just accept it because we're different people. And if you think differently, I'm curious about that. I'm curious why, and I try to understand that. And if I don't really relate, I will still be like, okay, but that's you, mm-hmm. you know? And I have other friends that I knew for like eight years that still like don't accept some of my aspects. Mm-hmm. And they're just being very stubborn about that. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like it's about how well you click uh, with person mm-hmm. and how, if they're willing to understand you and be open, because some people don't want, like, they don't want to understand something different. Just that. Making friends or, like, this friendship thing is really weird. Like, mm. how do you determine that you're going to be a good friend? You just, like, there's, like, this weird energy or, like, yeah. vibe that people say that now. Like, how do you make friends these days? I, I don't, don't know. know. I suck at being friends. Like, <laughs> making no, friends. but how, how do you 
make new friends like i don't do like texts on instagram like hi mm-hmm. i mean I, <laughs> I like statistically most of the good friends that a person would have yeah. come from their school or high school yeah that's but right i'm surprised that you do, you're not in contact with the, no, the school I'm not. friends and then i think most of my friends are either my dance group mm-hmm. then a few friends that i randomly met like a long time ago they're like russian speakers mm-hmm. so we're very good friends and that friend from another country like these days because i see many people they're very cool and i'm like oh i would like to be their friend but like how do you become yeah. friends like yeah. do you like just text them? yeah yeah hi i think you're very cool <laughs> i want to be your friend they're <laughs> like what the heck <laughs> yeah i don't know you don't want to seem too clingy but if you keep your distance yeah. then you're not going to be as close friends yeah. like how do you really approach that it's very i think it's very hard online you know if you can meet then it's the way easier but mm-hmm. how do you meet now when it's like covid and stuff mm-hmm. i don't know and also i think like these days there's so many weird people so you can never trust anybody <laughs> you think they're a normal person and they're very nice and then they do something very crazy and you'd be mm-hmm. like oh <laughs> Yeah, there's like some even like a like a friend I have for many years now yeah. and I found out something which goes completely against the person he is. Mm. I found out something about him and that I was like I never imagined this person doing that thing. Yeah. Mm. And then like we're still friends but that gives me like a completely yeah. different <laughs> aspect of their life. Something new. But I guess you never know completely about what a person is, who they are. Yeah, that's right. Well, as long as it's not something negative, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. I used to trust people very easily. So, like, what they tell me, like, I just mm-hmm. believe that. But then, like, I had, like, few friends and stuff that uh, I didn't wa- go very <laughs> nice with mm-hmm. them. So, after that, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, you can't expect anything from people, I think. You mm-hmm. never know. I used to hate, like, ghosting. You know what ghosting is, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's But right. But now... I have experienced with people who are really weird and then very mm. clingy and then when I ghost them then I realize yeah I mean it's yeah. not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, I think it depends because that too like I I think these days people uh, they don't want to be direct about they were like oh sorry i don't want to talk to you. Mm. So that's why they just ghost. But I don't understand when if you are in a good terms with someone and you they don't show any vibe that they don't want to talk to you mm-hmm. because when i don't want to talk to someone i don't really reply they often and i'm i sound quite not interested and like cold mm-hmm. but when they are very friendly to me they're like oh yeah you wish definitely meet or like when you met and like it was very fun and stuff you clicked and then they ghost you you're like okay so it's kind of it make So you're concerned if you meet someone new mm-hmm. whether it's just a friend or uh, in a romantic way that they can ghost you whenever so yeah. you can never trust them mm-hmm. and then you get trust issues yeah. so it's like doesn't matter what you plan how well you click they can ghost you like another day I don't know about you but I have like this anxiety or insecurity about myself that when someone ghosts me mm. for whatever reason they could have their own reasons mm. i would think oh i did something wrong and there is something yeah. wrong with me that they don't want to talk to me about uh and i i used to be like that yeah too. but now then you realize no a person has their own 
personal reasons. Maybe they're insecure about something that they don't mm. want to talk about. And then, I mean, if a person doesn't want to talk to you, you can't force them and just like, okay, yeah. bye-bye. I personally think the people who ghost others, like, in a rude way, they're just not worth you. Like, they're mm-hmm. not worth being your friend mm-hmm. or lover or something. Yeah, Because yeah. I think people who respect other people, they will think about others you know feelings and emotions and they would at least be a bit polite and mm. maybe not text you every day first and like kind of become distant first and then stop talking mm-hmm. then just stop talking and contacting you know suddenly mm. that's also with like the test texting culture now mm. you, you kind of make up like you make up assumptions on what the other person is actually trying to convey if yeah. i send a smiley face and you're like you know what about how the emojis yeah. work if if it's like a normal smiley face that's like mean this person is person is being sarcastic yeah even yeah. though they're not like it's all it gets yeah, lost in know. translation yeah you never know there's yeah. so many misunderstandings mm-hmm. in that mm, people i guess there are people now are afraid to to go through that awkward moment i guess Mm, you mean when ghosting or yeah like uh, if I don't want to ghost you then oh. I would have to confront you about okay this is wrong and I yeah, don't want yeah. this blah 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 but people don't want to go th- it's yeah, that yeah, awkward moment they want to feel that. uncomfortable yeah yeah that's right so instead of confronting they just okay just completely ignore the problem yeah that's right mm. but then don't act like you enjoy talking to yeah, me yeah, like yeah. don't do that <laughs> people make fun of like the Pakistani arranged marriage mm. culture I don't know if you heard about it yeah like in the South Asian culture mm-hmm. like yeah, you don't really right. know a person but then your parents meet and they yeah. kind of like uh, arrange the marriage mm-hmm. for you people think it's bad but at the same time when I think about like the dating culture here in the western mm. world it's very bad in its own way like it's very vague <laughs> it's very vague there's um, no r- set rules to anything I could go on a date with a person for like a few months mm. and then suddenly because there's no commitment there's no marriage certificate whatever they can just break up with me and then i'm like mm. what did i invest my money my emotions my time in this person yeah, so you right. have to take that risk for like a few months but are you really like why why should i be willing to take that such a big risk you know i mean a few months is chill but imagine a few years yeah, and then they yeah. cheat on you yeah. right mm. that's bad yeah i don't know about i feel like dating in general these years it got very weird like it's very vague and people many people are not being serious about it and you can for example talk to someone and they flirt with you and you flirt back and you're kind of interested you go on a date and mm. stuff and you click well but then you're not dating mm-hmm. and they don't want anything serious so i feel like it doesn't matter if you kiss you sleep together even or anything else nothing means that you date mm-hmm. unless you, you two say. talk and you're like okay we are in relationship yeah. so that's very weird to me mm. because i don't want to go on a date with someone i don't like or like do physical contacts and stuff you know and it feels very weird to me as well that you don't know the other p- person's intention do they want a one night yeah. stand do they yeah, are, are they committed right. in the long term yeah. and then if you bring that subject up then it's then kind you're of awkward then you're awkward and mm. then the person is like this is being weird i'm not going to yeah, yeah. take it further Exactly. And I don't understand that about like chasing people and m- playing games, yeah, you know, yeah. push and pull like we are mature. We're like 
old enough to、mm. communicate, right? What's wrong about communication?、Yeah. Like, I, if you want to want a nice stand, just tell me, you know.、Mm. And if you don't want anything else, like, it's okay to say that. Because I had like many experiences when I would confront a guy and be like, okay. This is weird. Like、mm-hmm. you tell me your intentions because I need to know because I'm、yeah. catching feelings. Yeah, yeah. Though no, what do you mean? Oh, I really like you. I'm so sorry for making you feel like that.、Yeah. I hope we can still be friends. <laughs> yeah, no, really, no, no. I really like you. We can like we are on the same page, but we are not. You know,、mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just so mad because people are not honest.、Mm-hmm. Why can't why can't you be honest? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> That is very confusing. So I'm like, I I would rather not date anyone than be in those situations. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry to say, but it's mostly guys that do that kind of. Like, you think so? I think girls do that too. Yeah, they do、mm-hmm. that. I yeah, I've heard that too. Okay.、Mm-hmm. The whole landscape is kind of weird. I just want to go back to those old days. You come to a girl's house and they ask <laughs> ask the dad, "Can I <laughs> take your girl oh, out?" Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like when I was younger, I don't know why, but I thought when you're dating, then you love each other.、Mm-hmm. So there is like you're not questioning that person's feelings. Like if you date, then he loves you, you love them.、Mm-hmm. But then I realize, oh, they maybe don't love you,、yeah. and they're probably not. Be, doesn't have to be sincere if you're dating. Yeah. Even if they tell you they love you, it doesn't have to be true.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> I find that really weird as well. That in my mind, I don't know if it if this is something I got from like movies or TV series, or it's just like a part of a culture or whatever. That a date means you're serious. Like a、yeah. first date, maybe yeah, not yeah, that yeah. much. That's what I thought too. But like, if you go a second date,、mm, that means you're in a kind of a relationship. That's right. That's what I thought too. Like when you go on a date, like date date, it's romantic. Yeah. But maybe it's just a cultural thing. Yeah, things are changing. Yeah. Like now, if you call your the other person, like your girlfriend or boyfriend, too early, then you're like, oh shit,、mm. are they committed or what's happening right yeah, now? Yeah, that's right. Oh, it's very confusing.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. We're getting old. <laughs> I'm like,、so. are old people like doing like are we doing it the wrong way,、mm-hmm. or are other people doing it weird? I don't know. I guess there is no right or wrong. You just go with、that's, the flow. Like right, relationships、yeah. and like love is such a complicated subject. Yeah, it got very abstract. I yeah. Think. Also, like this, just the word love. Like,、mm. how scared are people to say it? Like, if my friend dies, I've never told them I love them. But if they die tomorrow, yeah, I'll be posting everyone social media. I will be crying in、That's、on their、right. grave. I love them so much, but I would never say to them in person. Oh, I have this funny story. Yeah, like I'm very open about this. Like I tell my friends I love them,、mm. whether they're a girl or a guy, or whatever.、Mm. So this one time, this is a really good friend. I texted him. I was. It was. I don't know. Maybe a New Year post or whatever.、Mm. I don't remember the specific occasion, but I texted them. I love you. I feel really. I feel really grateful to have、mm. you as a friend in my life. And that person called me. Hey, are you feeling suicidal? Or like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> True. People usually don't do that.、Mm, no.、Mm. I like write. I used to like writing letters for my friends. Oh, so、cute. I sometimes do that too, like when I don't know, just randomly.、Mm. But then I realized they never do that back. So I'm like, am I weird?、Mm. You know. But at the same time, I feel like okay, not between friends, but sometimes that too. But people say I love you way too easy and way too early. 
you know like when a guy says i love you after like one week yeah no. you're like <laughs> but you don't know me what yeah. do you, what do you love like mm-hmm. it's such a strong word mm-hmm. And it's almost like a promise when you say I love you. But people are just say, oh, it's I love you. It's a promise of commitment. Yeah, I love you too, yeah. You know, or like friends, is like especially like many girls, even if they are like not best, best friends, mm-hmm. or like maybe they talk shit behind each other's yeah. back. They're like, oh, I love you, love you, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Mm. I, I guess I've noticed more like girls can say each other, even like Instagram comments, hey girl, yeah, I love you, yeah. you're doing an awesome job, but guys are more conservative no. in that way. <laughs> Yeah. Like, hey, bro. Yeah. Good. Love ya. <laughs> Can we take a pause? I gotta go pee. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay, so moving away from the subject of love and relationship yeah. and talking about something which are we are more experienced in. <laughs> you just started. Wow. <laughs> I'm speaking personally. I don't know about you, but so you just got a new camera, uh, Fuji XT3, I believe. Four. XT4. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going? Uh, it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you got like one of the complicated ones. Fuji's are like a bit complicated I know. to handle. I've been using Canon for 10 years. Mm-hmm. and mm, Why did you switch then? It's very complicated. I'm not a very technical person, mm-hmm. I think. I get very confused about like computers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm. So mm, I'm still trying to be- become friends with Fuji. <laughs> <laughs> Now my friend has a Fuji, Fuji. I tried it out like a few weeks ago yeah. and they look very nice. Like they feel very yeah. analog and the click button I, feels I very know, nice. I know, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the system, the settings is The settings are very different and there's so many and I'm just like, wow, mm-hmm. I feel dumb. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of like photography do you like to do? Landscape, street or more yeah. photo shoots? What kind of? Well, uh, I like to do landscapes mm-hmm. and just anything that catches feeling and atmosphere. Do you more like people or like mood or emotions in your pictures or would you like to capture just like objects and sceneries? I don't think uh, I actually never shoot people. Mm-hmm. I just like especially like when I'm traveling, uh, take pictures like to capture a specific mood, you know, or like when there is a specific weather or something, mm-hmm. I just want to make a picture that, oh, my English is leaving the chat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can start speaking in Ukrainian. Maybe I'll get some Ukrainian subscribers. Yeah, you can try. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, that's like the reason why I like uh, shooting videos is that when I rewatch those videos like a few years after, I still can remember exact mood and what I felt in that moment maybe like the sounds i could feel like you know all the sounds Mm -hmm. Uh, so i just love capturing that little moment and then when you go back to that you can actually bring that into your memory still you know those little details Mm -hmm. and same with pictures i think so i just try to take like one mood or what i feel when i see this Mm -hmm. and try to capture that with a picture okay yeah Mm -hmm. nice I never found like the proper answer to why I love photography. Yeah. Do you have an answer for why you love models or, like modeling dancing or whatever? I think dancing. I just love the feeling when you make certain moves on like on the beat. Like when you get it on the beat mm-hmm. and with the mood. Mm-hmm. Oh, you feel so good. Something just clicks in your brain. That yeah, this is right. Yeah. And it's just how you express your emotions, I think. 
especially when you freestyle like alone or something mm -hmm. like when you're mad when you're stressed or when you're feeling good like it's just so nice to express that with your body like that feeling feels very nice so this one question i ask every guest what do you think is the purpose of life or your purpose oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> my purpose in the life or mm -hmm. just it life doesn't have to be like a big huge purpose it could yeah. be maybe your purpose right now or maybe your purpose some mm. goal that you have i don't know like maybe to live your life uh, happily like for yourself and like like i don't think other people should set the purpose mm. and that's what usually happens like the society tells you you have to go to school you have to go to university you have to get a job you have to get married and have kids and that's how your life goes but i think it doesn't matter if you have a big goal or a small goal as long as it matters for you and as long as you have like that quality time with yourself and you personally think you do not waste your time mm -hmm. you know and if you're proud of yourself like that's how you should live your life mm -hmm. you don't have to do something great for the whole uh, um world or you like it could just be like something small but i think you just have should feel worthy you know on this planet so i think everybody sets their own goals and purpose do you believe in an afterlife yeah i do mm. is something like a religious belief or something it's like a personal thing a personal thing mm -hmm. mm. well thank you for coming to the podcast i really thank enjoyed you. our conversation <laughs> Do you want to promote your YouTube or Okay guys subscribe and like my YouTube channel called Pingri Nana or yeah I you can link Yeah I'll, I'll put it <laughs> yes. in the description If you want to watch some dance videos or vlogs or just mm -hmm. random videos Yeah follow subscribe. her on Instagram send likes subscribers everything Yay <laughs> Yeah Thank you for coming again. Thank you for yeah. having me Bye bye peace be upon you all <laughs>